now I'm sure that most of you know the old story about the astronaut who went far out into space and was asked on his return whether he had been to heaven and seen God. And he said yes. He said yes. He said yes. Greetings, ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, and sentient artificial intelligence. Join us on this journey to find the others. Because no matter where we find ourselves in this multiverse, the act of existing is all too familiar. Guys? has a tremendous problem-solving ability. Herbs are blood of the universe. Herbs are infinity. As we look across this great expanse and stare at the stars, we can't help but be reminded these lights, though we're seeing them all at the same time, happen across a multi-billion year delta. Some of those fires burned millions of years ago. Some billions, but all of them happened so we could experience them in this one singular moment. They called us scouts. They called us seekers. They called us hoosiers. But we were destined to question everything. sophisticated here on WGNU 9:20 a.m. You can stream us live at Facebook. You can stream us live at hoosiersophisticate.com you if you now. want to. We've had a heck of a week. What a week. What a week indeed. <sighs> Thank you for joining us for this Monday edition. Oh. Uh, what's the theme tonight, Steve? Oh, life, death, bass and Lance Bass. Battle, Battle Hawks. I was really uh, impressed with your your hawk cry. I, I I wish I could hit that register. It hurt my vocal cords. Did it? I'm not gonna fib with you. If you haven't seen the battle hawk cry, I have been summoned as the number one battle hawks fan. If you don't know what we're talking about, we got an XFL team. The battle hawks is our name. The bladed birds. We have a sword and wings. Jenny, my lovely wife, drew. 2020 champs and and painted my chest with a battle hawk symbol that video is on hoosier sophisticate um i give a nice little what the hell dude. that's a hawk screech don't dude me okay says here he's leaving don't worry he won't be around long 
We only have to deal with them for 50 more minutes. Okay, everybody. People are loving the Battlehawk stuff. I think the Battlehawk might be the thing that saves the city. It's going to pull the city together. I think so. I think so, too. I don't think there's anything else that can. And it doesn't hurt that Andrew Luck quit the NFL. Yep. So, so he that he could play be for the Battlehawks. You heard Louis it here Battle first. Welcome to town, Andrew. Good to see you, Drew. Where you Come been? on the show. Anytime. Seth, you want to get Andrew Luck on the show, the new Battlehawks QB? Nope. Not interested. All right. Sounds good. What do we got on the show tonight? He, he said he's in pain. Too much pain. Which, you know, that it happens to uh, athletes. Well, Craig. Kind Craig of a weird happen. time to announce it, but. Craig broke down. Um, he asked me, you know, what's this about? And it's uh, uh, the life death. You got a, you got a tale for us, right? I, I have a bit of a tale. A yeah. bit of a tale. We got streaming picks. We're going to get weird with Go- Goida. We're going to okay. get weird with Goida. Getting weird, getting weird with Goida. Um, and then we're – okay, guys, I have a fish story. I finally have a fish story. Guys, for all the fisher men and women out there, I know there's a ton of them. Uh, I went on a little boys weekend this weekend, a little golf weekend, right? Okay. okay. So it's about 40 dudes just letting loose out in Carlisle, by Carlisle Lake, Illinois, Carlisle, Illinois. Shout out to Carlisle and the mayor. They showed us a good time. We go out there. We have a good time at Old Governor's Run Golf Course. Uh, you know, we stay out there. We play. F- I played Friday with uh, my father-in-law, who's awesome. You, you, you know, you know that crew. I was hanging. With I do. Great. Yeah. Um, just some good old South, South City, City legends. Yes. <clears throat> so it's always a fun weekend for me. I'm playing with the elder statesmen. It's always great. I come back home and it's 1950s in my house, and you better believe it, woman. You get it. You got it. <laughs> get, start running a tight ship. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's the best best weekend of the year. Not really, but it's fun. It's one of the best. It's one of the best weekends of the year. So there's a uh, last time I went out there, there was a pond right by our uh, this place called the Marina something Marina is where we stay. Right by Carlisle Lake, beautiful a bunch of sailboats. I said, you know what? Next time I'm gonna fish that thing. I'm gonna fish that dang. Thing, you're you're baby. an angler. I love it. Yeah. I and this is what I realized about myself with my crazy squirrel brain. Fishing is the one thing where I can go to my Zen place. I can focus on a bobber, and I can also, you know, fish with a lure. Don't look at me like that. I can fish with a lure. Bobber and a worm. You You put a worm at the bottom of it and a sinker. Oh, I know. I did that when I was a kid, too. No doubt. But I just leave that one out there. Yeah. And then I fish with the lure a little bit too, so that way I. Those are for people who can't fish, Steve. I got two things going on. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. You you, just wait. So I I go out there. I get out there Friday, play a nice round of golf. Played pretty well. (laughs) Played pretty well, guys. You'd be proud of me. Uh, Play with the guys. You know, I tie a little bit of one on this pond right by the hotel. Grab my fishing gear. I got two poles. I head down to the pond, and this pond's as big as. Uh, you know, you can't probably two football fields long, kind of skinny in spots. Uh, nothing crazy. Uh, it takes you probably five, six minutes to walk around the whole thing. It's, there's a ledge and it's three, two to three feet down the water from the ledge of this pond, about two to three feet back from the pond, pretty much everywhere is tall grass. Okay. So when you're fishing, you're kind of leaning over everything. You can't get on the bank and you're right. There's a. Angles in the in water. Yes, you're you're dealing with, and who knows, the water goes straight down right when you go in. So it's not like I could stand in the water and cast some stuff. And there's some brush, and there's other things going on. Uh, so I'm fishing with my lure, fish, make it all the way around. Finally, tie on one. I get into a hog. 
my thing takes off. Well, then I, I set the hook. I do the thing I see everybody do. I didn't want to hog it. My family. I come from a long lineage fisher fisher women. Okay. The women in my family yeah. fish. <clears throat> They're not. They ain't skate. They ain't skating nothing. Okay. The Gallus women, they'll get dirty. Like in Cedar Hill, we used to have a place out there. They'd fish all day, night long. It was great. So <clears throat> I, I tie into one. But then I, I think it might be a few bumps because when I start pulling it, it doesn't really fight me. Okay, maybe it's a little one, whatever. I pull it. I get it near me, and I see the broad side of this baby, and I see the, the, the green of the largemouth bass. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm ready. <clears throat> and your heart rate picks up My a little heart bit. rate explodes. Fitbit. It doesn't have a heart rate monitor, but I assume if it did, it would have went through the roof. Yeah, for okay? sure. <clears throat> now I'm getting <clears throat> all amped up, okay? I'm getting crazy even just thinking about it now. I see it. It takes off. It takes some line. I reel it back in. I'm reeling back. I get it over to the edge. I want to go get my phone, but I don't have my phone. My phone was playing music all day at the golf course, so it's dead. It's in my car. Hopefully it charged a little bit. It didn't. I, I pull it over to the side, the fish. This thing is huge. It's the biggest fish I've ever uh, caught in my life. Okay. So you're talking like <clears> – <throat> have you ever been uh, uh, deep sea fishing or anything like that? I have. Okay. So I've caught bigger fish, so you're talking but about they like weren't freshwater. Big. Yes. Okay, gotcha. And I've caught big catfish. But this was the by far the biggest bass I've seen in my life in okay. person. Yeah, I've nice. seen people catch three to three to four pounders, yeah. and the four pounders are big. Yeah. The guy I was with, uh, I showed him pictures of. He said probably about five pounds on this one. So I get it over to the side. I can't get my phone. I start to pull it out. If I pull this thing out, it's either going to break my line or pull the lure out. So I pull it up. It. I, I can, because I can you got to go over these reeds that are yes. in front of you. I can't lean down all the way. I would have to lay down and lean in, and I wasn't ready to do that yet. It was all weeds. I was panicked. I swear, I was panicking. I'm not. You're, uh, you're there by yourself. Yes, I'm there by myself. Everyone's a stone's throw away at the at, at the hotel. So I get it, and I'm freaking out. I go down to reach down to get it. I'm, I'm going along the bank first, trying to get it to a spot where I could land it, but I'm getting hung up in the reeds and, and other stuff on the bank. So I finally find a spot where I think I can get it. I reach in. I can't get it. I pull it out a little bit. I reach in. I'm almost to it. Poof, my lure comes out. And I didn't get caught with the lure because when it what'd comes you, off. What you catch them on? Uh, it was a little green, uh, top green and black with the bottom white minnow. Oh, okay. minnow. Nice. So now I am freaked out. I just lost the biggest fish. I've been fishing since I can remember, and I've never hooked into one like that that I saw, knew what it was when I saw its mouth. I almost thought it was a catfish or something. It was so big. It was so big. It was large. So I go back, and these guys – well, okay. So it's 630. I got a little bit of daylight left. I'm going to keep trying to catch this fish. That's when I go get my bobber and worm because – I wanted something out there while I was fishing. That way I could double my chances. I, I go I go to all the gas stations in Carlisle trying to find live bait. They're not pointing me in the right direction. I finally find this mobile, and they got a little refrigerator with night crawlers in there. I grab some. I go back, tie on my stuff. Now I'm back fishing again. I, got, I only got about a half an hour of light left. I'm fishing. I'm getting a few bites. I get a few little bites with my bobber. I get a few big ones. I can't. I'm not hooking in anything. Fail. Failure. I go back that night. They're Dejected. playing bags. Yes. I, I feel so weird. I called uh, Jen and the kids, and I was. St- she, she said, you sounded like you're on drugs or something. Well, that, obviously. But I was amped up from the fish as well. So I, I, everybody's asking me that night, hey, I was fishing. 
Oh, yeah, I hooked into one. It got away. Sure it yep, did. Sure By the end did. of the night, the fish is a, it's a whale. Yep. I had to tell the story 30 times. Everyone's getting a kick out of it because when someone new would come, I'd have to tell the story again. It's a bunch of guys getting together. So we get together uh, that night. That night, I go to bed early, whatever. I wake up at 6 a.m., 6.20. I had dreams about that buzzer. Oh, buddy. I had dreams about it, buddy. So I get my worms, get everything together in the morning. Uh, now I'm fishing with a bobber, and I switch to a topwater. I switch to a topwater popper. I'm popping it. I get a few bites. I'm seeing some blow-ups along the water, fish jumping. Now I'm chasing those. So I'm getting a bunch of bait stealers with my bobber. About 8.20, I've been fishing for about an hour and a half. And then, mind you, there's bugs in certain spots everywhere. I'm battling these bugs. I'm spraying myself down. It was gnats and then at one point mosquito larvae out of this world. So now I'm fishing, and I see my bobber start to get tugged. It gets tugged once or twice. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, it gets tugged once or twice, and then it goes <laughs> So I'm hurrying up to reel in my lure. I got it. I'm reeling it in, and I'm running over to my other rod. I got it. Okay, here we go. This is the this is the big dog hooked back into her. So I'm playing with it a little bit. I don't want to hog it because this is eight pound test line. I don't want to break this this line. It I might be an eight pound bass, and it's pulling probably harder than the weight it is. So that thing will snap. Yep. Real easy, yep. even if it gets hung up. Yeah, you're on gonna something. have to wear that one out. Yes, so I'm wearing it out. It it spools me a little bit. I keep some line in, start reeling it in. It goes. Zzz. It's fighting my drag now. I had my drag set pretty loose. It un. It spools me. Snap. The line snaps. I have no line on this rod now. No line. The fish is gone. It's gone. I got nothing. I'm sitting there dejected again. I can see my line, curly cued up at the. About 15 feet away from me in the water, my first instinct is get in there and grab it. But I was afraid once I got in the water, the fish would swim away, and then I'd have nothing to grab at. I can't see, I can't see the bobber at this point. The bobber's gone. So I'm waiting around. I'm, I'm looking around the water. I'm fishing in other spots. I'm trying to catch that buzzard. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get him. I see the bobber about two inches below the water. Okay, here we go. It finally comes up like jaws. I see it come above the water. I start casting at it. With this top water, I'm casting at your bobber. At my bobber, it's in the middle of the pond, so I'm casting at it about as far as my my lure will go. So I'm casting at it. I, I'd get the line, but it would pull through. I'd get the line, I'd pull through. Well, then I got the line where I was like, I kind of had the bottom part of the bobber and the top, so the top's making a U shape around this treble hook. So now I have the line. I have the line that's closest to the bobber's top. So the bottom, I still can pull through. The bottom, it's it's my. It's the line, my treble hook, the bobber, the line, and the fish. So I'm reeling in real slow because I realize I got it now. It's 15 feet away from me. If I can just keep pulling this thing in, I got it. I'm pulling it in. The fish realizes I have the line. It starts pulling away. The other part of the line starts to pull out of the water. I can see the end of the line over. So now it's a race against time with that, I don't want to Who's going to pull this yes. line through or you're going to yes. go to the bank? Either I'm going to mess it up or he's going to go so far that I can't get it. I get it. It's two feet away from me. He's pulling. I reach out. I got the line. Now what? It's going to cut your hand I, off. I start to wrap it around my That's forearm. Bad, no, no. I start to wrap it around like oh, okay. I, I knew it was a bad idea okay. to wrap like you're it around wrapping my hand. like an extension cord. Exactly. Okay. So I said, I'm going to wrap it like that. Well, it pulls the first couple times, and I go, either it's going to cut me or it's going to break the line. So I'm playing tug of war with this fish out in the middle of this pond 
frantically running around the shore so I can keep the closest point to it. It finally makes a, uh, a beeline for the shore. I decide I'm just scooping up line. I'm just pulling line in as I go. I pull in all this line. I get it over. It goes over to the shore. I just dive in, not into the water, but chest on the ground so I can reach in and grab this son of a gun. And I got the bastard. <laughs> I got him. My man, ring the bell. Pulled it out. Pulled it out. Uh, took a bunch of pictures of it. When I was taking pictures, I was freaking out. It was freaking. I could see. I'm dropping my phone. Did you see my face in the picture? I could see how excited you were, and and rightfully so. It was about a five pounder. You got a pig. It was a beautiful bass, man. You, did you catch the bastard or the bass turd? Oh, welcome everybody! Sitting in the corner, quietly waiting, patiently waiting. All right. Yeah. So that was my weekend. So, Played pretty good golf. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. I don't, you know, I don't golf. Tell as us much about as I used to, But too. it was, it was, it was just a good guys' weekend. I was know? looking for a picture to show everybody the payoff. If you wanted to to show them real quick. Oh, your, I can. I can. You might want to hold that up to the camera for everybody following along at home, because. He can actually back this one up. I can just imagine that first night when everyone's like, "Boy, it sounds like you got yourself a marlin." Yes, you know, just they breaking were all your chops on me. Oh man, baseball player. Yeah, Jeff Conine. Mm-hmm. I love fishing though. Dude, I think it's. I, I love that you it. found your. Forever. I love that you found your Zen moment. I. Uh, I love it too. You know, the, whenever we were down at uh, our boy Mickey Dickus's farm a while back. Oh, that that was the it's best. The, it's the first time I've had a chance to throw a pole in the water, and and I'm a fool because you're talking about being down Cedar, Cedar Hill fishing. I'm. 10 minutes from all kinds of fishing spots. I know, buddy. So I got to start taking advantage of that. My boys love fishing. We need to get them involved. But um, so I had a. I had a week. I had a week. Let's hear it, uh, It's not nothing like that because I don't know that I've ever heard of anybody catching their string. You know, Seth busted your chops over having a bobber, but had that bobber not been on the the line, there's no way that you're you're able to hook it. Buddy, it Am was I understanding that right? The bobber ride. got caught into a treble hook. The bobber, the line right. So it worked above like a, like a carabiner, like it. Yes, like it, hooked. it it hooks so. One, it was a V shape or a U shape around the treble hook with both ends. One end attached to the fish, the other end attached to nothing. Gotcha. And that's how I. That's well, you should have seen me because there was a five to ten minute period where I was trying to get it. So me, everything's going through my head of, well, I'm going to tell them again. I almost lost it. Yeah, and, no, you're going to eat that. And story. I'll follow the the bobber. Around the lake and or around this pond until I get it. Am I going to get in the water? I'll get in the water at this point because it was only three to four foot deep. But guys, the ponds, the fishing we have had in ponds. Talking about mixed place. Oh my no doubt. God, man, no doubt. it's so fun. It is a blast, man. When you get on some on some private water like that and get a chance to just. You know, those fish have just been swimming around, eating everything they can. You know, just being fed. Mm, I've been man, watching. You know what I'd like to do, like. You know, late teens, early twenties is like you know nap during the day, get nice and rested, and have everything packed up and ready to head out like midnight. Oh yeah, go out. See, I don't bottom feed, bottom feeders, get them cats. I know, but that's freaky to me. Catfish are great; they'll try to fight you. They will try to fist fight you. You Ever had a catfish? That's hard to do without fists. They're just growling. Well, they, they that's do. what a catfish sounds like. They go. No, that's do you know they accurate. do make a noise when you pull them out? It's like. Your impression's more accurate than mine. Yeah. They like grunt. 
I'm no, not kidding. They'll stick you. And then you know what? Just out of the distance, you see a glimmering light and <laughs> in flies a hawk with a sword. And it battle hawks that <laughs> And he that takes fish. that catfish out. Yeah, yeah. I fish with dynamite. <laughs> oh, my God. I prefer to fish with dynamite. Our followers on Hoosier Sophisticate have little titles like Milestone no, I thought that was really neat. We got Anniversary, anniversary Followers. Milestone Followers. You want to read some of these comments? They were fascinated by your story, Steve. And, I, and again, I being sarcastic. I don't think so at all. I don't think that. I don't think so at all. Um, that's like, no, it's cool, Steve. I'm, I'm going to give you a compliment. I don't do this. What's often. cool, baby? You took like <laughs> a story where it's like I caught a fish. That's how I would have told that story. Like I caught a five pound bass. It was fun, and you just made it so riveting. It was riveting. Thank you. People were like, "It was going to well, happen it was next." A well told story. I the fish. It was good. It was a good. I guess just yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, I thought that was an accident you. at first. It's like, come on, Mark, not tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it kind of leads into a little thing we're going to do called the Hoosier. No, the, the Piney Powwow. Pow-wow. The Piney Powwow. Yeah. I wasn't in on the naming. That's why I. October 19th. Yes. Uh, or 18th through the 20th, I suppose. We are going to do a little fish and tourney. During the day, I think we'll have a prize for the oh, biggest, okay. the biggest fish. I just came up with Yeah, that's not um, a bad idea. Biggest fish and most fish caught. Okay. and then That's fair. There's a lot of stuff going on back at camp. There's, yes. there's yoga going on. There's massage therapy going on. There's going to be tantra courses going on. There's going to oh, be, it's gonna be, a there's going to be probably some Reiki going on. Gong baths. Like It's going to be a, a weekend of healing. Um, you know, We're going to take some canoes out and do a little fishing because... I've, I've now taken my friends there a couple times, and we have not been able to put poles in the water because we're you know restricted to rafts. So, um, yeah, bad idea. Craig, going, you want to cast your line? What's that? Not the whole pole. Yeah, I know that's true. Well, I don't know. Okay. Here's something I wanted to discuss. Put it. Here's something I wanted to discuss as well. Um, okay, back at camp, and you mentioned something about this the other day, which I thought was kind of cool. A formal party possibility. Yeah. Possibility of a formal party. Mm-hmm. What if we did a formal party in the woods? I mean, we've talked about it before. I like. I mean, I like the idea of that. Like what if formal we did wear? that? It's just uh, you know. What, what, but like, what if? I mean, we would just be wearing a lot more clothes than we should I be. Know. That's usually how it all works out. I don't you know, want to wear any clothes. Fun. If anybody that's come to camp knows that <laughs> clothes, your loincloth you had clothes? on. Was that a serape? Yet on it was a sarong. A sarong. It was, it was a sarong. sarong. Yeah, it was a band. It was so that long. Is, it was. Ah, it was right. Dang it, you beat me. I was like, I'm going in. <laughs> if I would have been able to stack that on top of the bastard comment, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you would have. I would have left. Like, yeah, get out of here on a high note, guys. I'm done. I'm done. Zip your cap and see you later. So I can't wait for that because I'm gonna I'm gonna dominate everyone in the fish category. Okay. And I think are we gonna stay at the lower camp this time where we uh, can. No, we'll see. That way we can kind of walk to the water and do whatever we want whenever we want to do it as far as maybe they leave us some kayaks or canoes down there. Yeah, we can see how that works. Yeah. I mean, you're friends with the people who run the place. I run the whole thing, Steve. I don't know if you saw this the last time. I got to run the whole thing, the everything. I got to do everything. 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 I tell you what, Ideally. If, we, if we want to do it at Spring Lake, though, um, we can – I'll run everything. Hey, and Craig, by that, I mean – Everyone's on their own. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what we're getting at. We'll talk about it. We'll all talk right, about it. We'll have all kinds of cool stuff. Yes, Seth. Be careful. With? Just be careful. Okay. Uh, when Craig, you go camping. 
Craig was careful. Oh, I mean, it makes for a great podcast I'm the next week. But <laughs> Craig was careful when he went to Springfield for his birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, I forgot. Birthday. I was going to make a big birthday. old post and I got sidetracked by like an ad or something. Nah, fair enough. Happy, yeah. happy belated then, birthday. All right. 27 years old. I am not. Uh, I don't blame you. Yeah, hawks, oh. hawks down. I don't, I don't know. Uh, talons no, uh, up, talons up, hawks down, blades in the air. Battlehawk. We, um, <laughs> I, I had a chance to go down to Springfield for uh, a really cool event. Yeah. Our friends at ICI, the Show Mechana app. Uh, oh, if, you guys guys haven't download, the if you guys haven't guys downloaded that app yet, uh, you are you're missing out because that app has all of the information you could possibly yeah. want to know about medical cannabis in Missouri as it sits right yeah. now. As dispensaries start opening, it's going. I mean, right now it's telling you where you can go find a doctor to write you a recommendation. It's telling you different places you can go to buy CBD. It has all of the uh, it has the 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 bill as it's written. The Article 14, as it's written in the Missouri Constitution. So if you have any questions, all that information is right there. What's uh, wrong with you? Yeah, maps to smoke shops. What What are the directions? What do I do right now if I don't have this app on my phone? I right. switch off you, of here. You go to the Apple Store, okay. the App or, Store, or, the, or Google Play. Sure. And you put show me, one word, show me, okay. space, canna. Okay. And then there's going to be an app that comes up. What, is the, what does the picture look like? It's here. a white. It's a white box. With black font and a, I would say somewhere between olive and lime. I'm not really sure. We'll call it uh, almost like a. No, it's not <laughs> not as bold as a scarab green, but it's got a nice, uh, a little, a three leafed uh, plant, almost almost somewhere in between the fleur de lis and a and a cannabis plant. Anyway, show me canna. You'll see it. It's right there in bold black letters. Download that. You put it on your phone. And you have all the information available to you that you could ever possibly want. It's going to connect you to other people in the cannabis industry. So mm. anyway. Would you look at that? I erased uh, it and downloaded it. In, in the time that it took me to explain that? Yes. Nice. Well done, sir. Show me Canna app. It's awesome. They put on a heck of a party down there. Uh, the folks from uh, Canna Baloo were a part of it. And then our buddy, our buddies, uh, Josh Loftus and Jennifer Barra, uh, Homegrow Solutions. Um, they're the best. They uh, they helped put this whole thing on. Um, I a birthday cake was made for me by a, <laughs> another Craig in the group that was absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> One of the best carrot cakes I have ever tasted in my life. Um, I love carrot cake, by the way. He he asked me what kind of cake uh, that I like. I'm not much of a sweet guy. Definitely not much of a cake guy. There's like three cakes that I get down on, and I know that they're probably all a pain <laughs> to make. And so he's like, what kind of cake do you like? I'm like, well, if I answer honestly, it's like cheesecake, carrot cake. Say cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake. cheesecake. Is that cake hard to make? Cheesecake? It's just, I mean, I don't know that it's hard to make. I mean, this dude's like a world-class chef. <laughs> None of us are know? women. But, <laughs> we, don't <know>. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. That's uh, Steve Elgin. You can catch him at uh, 314-880-0808. <laughs> if you have anything that you want to say to him. Yeah, they, uh, they gave us carrot cake out in the field in the army all the time. Big old they did? squares of it. Really? It, it wasn't great, but I'm telling you, I don't hate carrot cake. I, like I just think cake. it's weird. Somebody's eating a carrot one day and go, you know what? This would make a this great would cake. Make a great cake. No doubt. No doubt. And it's then weird. my, my oh, third choice was cucumbers. pineapple upside down. Ooh. And so I'm like, all right, pick one of those three. And uh, he showed up with just a, a carrot cake that was out of this world. And we, I was able to, we were able to share it with uh, many people in there. And uh, it was just a really great night. It was, we packed a Riyadh in downtown Springfield. 
Uh, my family came out. I got a chance to hang out with my brother and sister. It's been a long time since I've seen them. And then my mom surprised me, and she showed up. So that was pretty cool to kind of get her involved with the uh, the Canna family. Mom, good to see you. Good to see you, mother. Mom, good to see you. I've eaten four pieces of cake. Yeah, well, Let's I was chat. I was. Uh, I considered, uh, you know, sending her home with some cake, but. Um, I didn't. So that's your mom's uh, got cake. You don't have to worry about it. You're <laughs> oh, the worst. Oh, your mom's He's got the cake. worst. Mom's got, got cake bell. Mom's like, got cake bell. Mom's so, got cake bell. Uh, and then, of course, our friends uh, Ashley Markham, their Aiden's Alliance. They were there. Um, what a lovely couple and family and organization that is, by the way. If you guys are looking for a, a nonprofit to give some love to, Aiden's Alliance is amazing. I think it's Aiden'sAlliance.org. Um, just an incredible little operation. So went down there. Okay, um, can, I would love to second that because every time I think about the cannabis movement, they are the uh, gravitational force that reminds me of what it's all about. And if if I was a better person, I would help out with the foundation as much as I could. But I am the worst. Yeah, but maybe I can influence other people to do that. So Aiden's Alliance, A-Y, right? Or A-I. A-Y. A-Y-D-E-N. Yes. A Y D E N S Alliance dot com dot org dot org dot org yep yes so check it out really great uh, operation really great uh, family and you know when you think about us passing this legislation um, you know we we talk about the patients and especially the parents of patients mm-hmm. you know this uh, we really dove all in on cannabis Steve we used to you know it used to be your show and we used to talk about nothing. Well, it still um, is my show, show about nothing. It used to be your show, and it was it was pretty much about nothing. Then the talent came, still my and we show. started talking about things and meeting people Thanks, worth Greg. their weight. And uh, yeah, and you know, Seth, it, Seth is the reason for all of that. Um, no, but but you think about how much um, you know Robbie and his daughter, how much of an impact you know they had. You're you're running for chance, you know, like how oh, much buddy. how much all of these. So this actually kind of ties in to what happened. So like not not everything was great going down to Springfield. Uh, it was my birthday. I was super grateful to be with uh, all a, a bunch of old friends came out. You looked happy. From, yeah, a bunch From of old friends came out. A bunch of good, and people, guys that aren't in any way attached to the canvas industry just hadn't had a chance to see me in a while. Came yeah. out, had a couple of drinks. It was a really fun time. That's what I love about you, man. Uh, people from your past love you. Oh, I, I love all of them. Don't I don't burn very many bridges. Between us. <laughs> I don't burn a whole lot of bridges. <laughs> uh, we went there. So so um, earlier in the week. So we'll, we'll get to the the life and death part of the uh, description earlier in the week, I got a, <clears throat> I, I'd missed a call. And then I seen a, a post on social media. I returned the call and it was kind of a frantic call. This is now the s- second one of those in three weeks where someone kind of close to the family, someone that, you know, is family, um, has had an accident or been non-responsive, slipped into a coma. Um, and unfortunately, uh, it was my, my son's grandma, my, my kid's mom's mom who is a very young, young lady, um, you know, and it was like one of those that you, you would have never seen coming. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, so <clears throat> I get this call and it's not good. And I, nobody really has uh, any info that she's all. All I know is that she's in the ICU. Um, you know, she's there's been a bunch of specialists that come in. They don't really know what's wrong, but she's non responsive. So she wasn't so. sick. Wasn't sick. Well, she she was sick in so far as like she had like a really bad cough. Was feeling you know just okay. under the weather for a couple of days. Um, her partner had heard her. He was outside, heard her kind of yell out, and by the time he got inside, she was non-responsive. Oh man! Um, so they rushed to the hospital. You know, hooked her up the machines. Blah blah. So anyway, um, not to put too much out there. 
HIPAA. So this is my, you know, this is my son's grandma, who he adores, who um, uh, really, you know, I communicate with um, probably uh, the, maybe the most um, on that's on hit on his mom's side of the family. Um, and she's young. I don't expect it. Um, and I'm not really sure what to tell my son. Who's how old? My son's 12. Okay. Um, which is a tough time to experience death. You know, he's already experienced. We were living pretty much. We were living with my dad while my dad was dying. So my son got to watch my dad die, but he also got to spend an incredible amount of time with him uh, up to the end. And I think that it was, uh, you know, as good of a dying experience can get for a for at that point. Let's see, that was five years ago. So he was seven, you know, Um, hasn't lost anybody close to him since. Um, And this is, you know, one of the. He doesn't get to see that side of the family often, so when he sees them, they have some fun. You sure. know what I mean? They got the cool gifts. Sure. You know, they're doing the cool stuff. Um, anyway, so I know this is going to be a tough one for him. And um, we we speak to our children very matter of factly. Um, you know, if our kids are old enough to ask a question, they're old enough to get the truth about something. Like hmm. there's really no taboo. Hmm. There's really no taboo subjects in our house, and we've and we've learned that the more and more we treat them like adult. Uh, you know. Uh, Communicate with them as though they're capable of handling adult content within yeah. reason. You've right? seen Ivan in the within, gym mask. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Within reason, you know. Um, our kids, they they process information, I think, pretty maturely because of that. At least I hope. You know, I, that's that's my that's my hope. But I didn't – I was trying to put myself in his shoes because I would be upset if nobody told me what was going on. But there really wasn't anything for me to tell him was going – I mean, other than the fact that – you know, uh, you know, your Grammy's in a in a coma um, that nobody has any answers. And the outlook wasn't all that good mm-hmm. to me. I'm like, eh, let's he's in a, he's living a blissful existence. He just started seventh grade. You yeah. know, he's just figuring out football. he's getting got football going. He's got some good stuff going. He's really excited about going by like and oh, by the way, I'm going out of town tomorrow. Like, I'm not going to tell him and then dip out of town. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So oh, I just wanted to get some more information. And, and he con- found out on Twitter. And yeah, he did. He was on the ins- <laughs> was on Instagram, and it was trending. Um, at Hoosier Elgina. Yeah, yeah he, he blew, blew it off. At Hoosier Elgina. Uh, so <clears throat> we go down there. Um, it's not a good scene, you know. I, I've got an opportunity. I haven't seen really anybody on that side of the family much, other than dropping Landon off or you know whatever. Like I haven't gotten to see his great grandparents, who I love. By the way, yeah. they're just the coolest old couple. I always got along really well with my ex's family, you know. Yeah. Um, and so they were, you know, happy to see me. Well, where else am I going to be? You know, I'm in, I happen to be in Springfield. She's in the hospital. I'm going to swing by. Didn't, didn't look good. Nobody still had any answers. They're like, well, we're supposed to get some more tests tomorrow. I wow. said, okay, cool. They, doctors had never seen anything like it. They didn't know what, what was going on. It, it did shut her, you know, shut her heart down, but whatever. So there was, it wasn't good. Didn't look good. And it wasn't, obviously it wasn't the, you know, the gal that I knew, you know, she was got a million machines hooked up to it. It was yeah. a bad deal. And then I'm thinking, cause because it even crossed my mind, do I bring Landon down here to say his peace or whatever? And had she been cogent or had she been, you know, uh, uh, coherent, I guess, is a, you know, then I probably would have been more apt to obviously let him come down, say, say hey, goodbye, yeah. say say hello, whatever. Love you. But um, I was glad that I didn't bring him along. For, it was a, it would have been pretty traumatic to see that. He's got a good idea of what Grammy looks like. Yeah. There's no reason to for him to have seen that. So. I get back. I still have not much information. Had a wonderful time at the event in Springfield. Um, everybody was really great. Got to stay with some friends. Got up in the morning. Blew right back. You know, um, and to St. Louis. Yeah, and so I'm like, well, I'm, I got to have this conversation with them. 
you know, it's, we, we got to have the conversation. So I pull him in and I just tell him what I know, which is at this point, buddy, I, you know, I got a call, Grammy's sick and nobody really has any answers. And I don't know how to, I don't know how to tell you any more than that. And I don't know how to tell you that and expect you not to be worried. Mm-hmm. But all I can tell you is, is like your worry is not going to affect, it's not going to fix the situation. So just focus on, focus on healing, focus on healing your grandma you know, focus on the the doctors doing good work. Focus on her passing with peace if that's what she wants. You know, and he was really, you know, kind of got it together. A couple, and I'm like, and and buddy, the second that I find something out, I will let you know. You know, um, so you know, another couple days go by. Like at this point, one one or two days go by. And, Is that cool? Can I get a Fortnite skin? Yeah, yeah he's like, <laughs> battle pass. <laughs> no, he uh, he was he was cool. He was stoic. Good, you know, good. he, he kind of handled it. Um, went in the other room and, and did kind of go back to just being a kid, yeah. you know, which was great. Like yeah. he processed it. Okay, cool. And I, cause I told him there's, I, there's nothing to be upset about right now. And there's really sure. nothing to freak out about because we don't really, and know even it doesn't set in even for adults. Sure. Till sure. After yeah. Like that's a like crazy a thing to hear. Even when it hit me, yeah, I wasn't expecting her to be sure. sick. Like she's a, she's a fairly young, young gal, you sure. know, in her fifties, you know, yeah. um, this was not expected. So, uh, Anyway, a, another day goes by, and then they ultimately had to make the the choice to to pull her off of life support. She was non responsive, and it's hard stuff, man. I mean, really hard stuff. And I and I'm like, uh, you know, now I'm talking to Miss, and I'm like, you know, do you want to? I need to have this conversation with him. You know, she's like, yeah, you know, just be gentle with him, whatever. You know, he so I I call him in, and I'm having this. Um, be gentle with him like you're gonna go in there and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well and she didn't have to remind me that she, yeah. she, she, like, i know i'm just because even you know even she was saying like i you know i found out earlier in the day i'm yeah. not gonna pull him out of school for it yeah he gets off a uh you know of a practice or whatever you know he oh no no he was at a he was at a sleepover with his buddy oh, okay and so i'm like well all right we'll wait yeah. till he gets home you know and settles in a little bit and so I call him and I said, uh, you know, I, I just I, I looked at him and I said, buddy, I got a call from Springfield, and mm. he just looked at me and he goes, I don't even want to hear it out loud, mm. and I'm like, okay, and then I, you know, I, what do you do as a dad? You open your arms and you hope that your kid buries his face in your chest, and he did just that, and you know, and we held each other, and it's tough for me getting on the whole life and death thing. I didn't know how to process. Uh, close deaths. I mean, my mom always took me to everyone's funeral. It was like, that was how you paid respect. If this person had any kind of impact in your life, if they crossed yeah. your life for two seconds, yes. you're going to go and at least, you know, pay, pay respect to their family. So I went to a lot of funerals as a kid, served a lot of funeral masses at church, yeah. you know? So like I was never like, I had, I had friends in high school that like the very first funeral they ever went to was when they were like 17, 18. Yeah years old you know and i'm like oh, dude this is like my 150th funeral you know but well, the weirdest thing was is i always would cry for like strangers like or people that i didn't know as well like i would the the emotion of, of those families losing their loved one affected me far more than people who were super close to me because i've always had kind of an idea of the pe- like I, we talk about it all the time i was all in on catholicism i was all in talking about being a priest and everything and like one of the things that kind of stuck with me was like, well, if that's the prize, you know, then th- I'm not sad for them. 
Yeah. Like, you know, they're, they're no good. doubt. So I had a pretty good understanding of that. But even then, like I, I there was still always kind of an emotional response. Then watching my dad be sick and watching him die. I just processed death so much. Did you go to that. many uh, unexpected death funerals? Because that was the first time it hit me. I, my mom took me to a lot Those of funerals, are tough. too. Yeah. The first time it happened to me was uh, my buddy uh, Pat. No, Pat Dolan. Yeah. Mike, Mike Dolan. No, Mike Dolan's alive. Pat Nolan. Pat Nolan. Pat Nolan for the football yes. turning Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from CBC, and it was whoa, man! It, it was all out of nowhere. It was crazy. So that was a tough funeral, no doubt. I, with other people that my mom usually was family member who was eighty-five, and everyone was yeah said no. She had a good, long good, good life. go, good, good. Okay, yeah. now it's a little celebration of life. Okay, so were many of them? Did you? Have, you know, no, I. You know, I think a lot of them were like that's that's the other thing is I come from a massive family. Yes. So, you know, there was always a, a, yes. a great uncle or, you sure. know, something like that. I mean. I had on a minor scale and I know what you're talking totally, about. Totally. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's um, – there wasn't a ton of unexpected ones. My I had a cousin who um, his, like, seven-year-old son died on Christmas Eve. That was the, the hardest uh, funeral that I've ever – unexpectedly. Uh, wow. Unexpectedly. Uh, it was, a, like, a, a weird freak fever thing that spiked. Like a like a meningitis oh type act, crazy, crazy. Matter of fact, because when I when I met Miss, it was the it was a, the worst week of my life, you know. Like and 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 it's a cousin that I was close to growing up in age. Like we were very close in age, but I mean we're not like the you know the we weren't the closest or the best. But in that moment, you know, for a week, I mean, it was a true Irish funeral where yeah. I mean the wake was a week long and we were hammered, yeah. you know, just just coping in the worst possible ways. So that one was tough. Um, but, but since my dad's deal, like, okay. And then, and then, and then just consuming more of these tied into the psychedelic, uh, experiences and consuming like the, the dying to know documentary and things like that. And really kind of trying to grasp the concept of dying with grace and remembering how much my dad suffered that last week where I was like, I'd never, ever had an opinion of Jack Kevorkian other than like, I remember being a kid. And thinking, oh, he has to be the worst person in the world because yeah, he's, he's killing, people. killing people. You know, to being a kid to then all of a sudden watching my dad the final week and it was ridiculous because, like, they had to, like, count in and out medicine and everything. I'm like, hey, here's an idea. Give him a whole week's worth of medicine right now and let him go. You know, like, I was I was so frustrated and just uh, with being out of uh, having no control over that situation mm-hmm. when I know, I know that – my dad was uh, he he wasn't lucid he was a a, a shell of himself yeah. and like who wh- wh- like there has to be a better solution than this you know so my my ideas of dying with grace and 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 of dying in general just have changed dramatically and so i have to remind myself this as i'm trying to communicate with adolescents and younger kids you know yeah. like i always try to teach my kids to be measured in what they're you know, and, and what they're thinking about and, and what they're handling. And, and I'm, and one of the things that I say in my house all the time is that you are not your emotions, right? You can feel emotions, but your, your emotions don't dictate your, your actions and your be, they don't have to, Yeah. you know, it's a totally human thing. If they do just understand that, like, you don't have to sit in that and be that, you know? And so trying to, it was amazing to me and it probably hasn't sunk in yet. We haven't gone down to Springfield for the funeral yet. He hasn't had to. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had to take in the, the you know his, his grandma in a casket or 
you know, so there's, there's, it's, this is just the very beginning, but just the way that he, um, absorbed that information, he took it, he, he realized that I was a safe space for him to show some, yeah, some emotion and some, some hurt, but it was quick, man. He was like a big league closer. He got it out and he was like, okay. Yeah. You know, okay, go ahead and handle that. I'll, right. I'll, I'll rock and roll. But anyway, so I, it's one of those things, man, where we are constantly being um, challenged in our adulthood. You know, just turned 35. We were talking about that. And I'm like, hey, you got to grow up at some point, right? Well, nothing will make you grow up more than having to have that conversation with your kid. You know, um, but and this has nothing to do um, other than how it made me um, how it made me think. Um, on the way home, I, I had some, I was just kind of in my head a little bit and I was thinking about how, you know, how fragile life is. And this is something that's, you know, borderline cliche, you know, people are, people are, uh, people will say this almost always like, oh, tomorrow isn't guaranteed, you know, and it's, yeah. a, and all of those things, they, they're cliches, but they're obviously they all hold true. Um, but then what really frustrated me like i sat in this for a moment and i thought about how there are people who have the benefit of knowing that maybe they're terminal or that they're really sick and that they have a fight ahead of them and so many of those people have to put up with um laws being like we've talked about so many times it frustrates me to no end that police officers still don't know exactly what the law is in this state that they ask us to exercise patience as they learn the law who has been more patient than the patients nobody has and there are people that you know now hey look we're here we're there Uh, patience you're there i've seen more people in the past week i actually found out this one girl had a, a totally different last name, but it's her, her married name. But it was a girl I went to grade school with, and she was asking about her dad who had pancreatic cancer. She was asking about CBD. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're in Missouri. You will qualify for a card so quickly. Your dad needs to be on a FICO RSO regimen immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, um, There's still – like nobody's – even the information like we talk about all the time, we take for granted how much we know in the circles we run with. And, of course, there's there's 50 people that are watching this and saying – Okay, yeah, he's right. Let's get that guy some FICO oil. Like, they all know, but these random people out there. And then Lance Storm gets pulled away as he's leaving from, from swag mm. by, by some officers, and the officer thinks that the, the, just the smell of cannabis is probable cause to get into his car. It, it's this whole ballooning thing. I don't, I'm done being patient with that. Oh, okay. I'm done being patient with that because I realized that my kid's grandma wasn't afforded even an opportunity to fight something like this. And who knows? If it was something that was, uh, uh, you know, uh, involved with her brain, that ultimate, who knows what a, a, a properly supplemented endocannabinoid system may, blood, may have blood brain barrier may brain. have prevented yeah, or may yeah. have uh, may have helped. So I mean, it's not to say that it, it doesn't tie in directly, but watching a loved one die always reminds us of the struggles that every day. It's very easy to look at the big picture, look at the big numbers, and say, well. There are this many terminal patients in Missouri, and, and you know, and you break it down into X's and O's, and and then when one of those X's and O's lands in your living room, then you're like, oh, am I still am I still playing the numbers game? Are we still talking macroeconomics? Because on a huge level, this is affecting this entire family wholly. And how many times has that happened throughout 
the course of the state. And so I, I, not to turn this into a, a, a bashing thing, but to hear, I heard someone say, you're going to have to, ex- everybody has to exercise patience with law enforcement as they're learning this thing. How about this? How about we err on the other side? How about they exercise patience and, and relax a little bit on, 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 on arrests, maybe involving with cannabis or something, and just give the people the benefit of the doubt because we've got plenty more to worry about. There were, uh, there were two kids shot at a high school football jamboree the other day. It's kind of a non sequitur. It doesn't have any, we've got plenty on our plates. Let's yeah. not, let's, let's, let's not, let's chill on the, on the cannabis convictions. You want us to be patient? Cool. Great. You know how you do that? Just pull your nose out of the whole cannabis thing for a while. Oh, we're, we're trying to figure it out. We're constantly uh, at odds, I feel. And St. Louis, we've been hit hard with it, with the Ferguson thing that went on. And you've heard me say it a couple times that kids who grow up in, in these uh, inner cities where they don't know if they're going to make it home alive and cops wake up uh, you know, inside their own neighborhoods and don't know if they're going to make it home alive. Everybody when, else goes about their day. We're probably going to make it home alive. Maybe I get into a car accident. Okay. Well, and, and we're and always at them, odds. When both of them wake up, the last thing they want to do is not make it home alive. They have a shared goal no there. No doubt. They have a common goal in living. And there's been, I mean, the drug war, man. Yeah. Putting the, the these people at odds with each other was one of the most brilliant exploitations ever of our, of our government it happens and, all the time and we are the government i don't want to make this seem mm-hmm. like it's hey man the government is is bad and us versus them because it's never us versus them it's always us with us that's the deal now you're talking about death and we got we were lucky enough to see seven thousand apart and of sea and stone yeah um at what was that place called rise or something no is it foam Boom. foam thank you um, so we, we got to see them and that song when we were 18, oh, it's, it was my favorite track out of, out it, of their song. Out and of 7, it's apart it's by 7,000 apart. Look them up on Facebook. Uh, they wrote a song about their, uh, the, the guy's grandpa, I believe, and grandma who she got sick and, you know, it's like when we were 18, you know, we created these good things and it goes all the way to when they met to when they're kind of sitting at the deathbed and they hear the doctor's news and doesn't sound good, you know. But we've built so many good things together. Yep. I was weeping. Okay. I accidentally put this on with about five minutes left to get to Carlisle to meet all the guys. Show up all teary. So I, I show up. Luckily, they're, hey, man, this guy's ripped out of his gourd. <laughs> you know me. So uh, yeah. I'm crying. Yeah. No, I, I, I was I was weeping in yeah. the car, gentlemen. Don't be afraid of that. Yeah. Don't no, be no afraid. Doubt. I'll have a good cry. No doubt. And death is... It can be this, this you know, uh, people write poetry about it in songs, and it can be this this kind of elegant blackness, but it, it's also the darkest, dirtiest thing of all time. And, but also you have these psychedelic experiences that make you think it's okay, and, but also you, you grew up a Catholic and you know there's hell is a possibility. Death is one of the most multifaceted, wild things to just think about because no one knows, baby. Yeah, it doesn't happen to life. It happens in life. It's yeah. it's it's a part of the journey. Like it's a part of the story. No doubt. You know? Death and so, like, is undefeated. Why, yeah, and why have it? Why have it represent? Like, we all know how much it pissed us off to watch the last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, let's not treat death that way. <laughs> 
Let's just wrap this thing up real nice like. Jennifer Barra brought up a, a great point, exactly like uh, Nolan's incident at CMH. Yep. Because we just lost Nolan, what, two weeks ago. Uh, and, and you know, the guy was a – he was a terminal patient, all right, just looking for an ounce of hope. And all of a sudden some boots are going to stomp into a room and start rifling through bags because somebody – a nurse or somebody had reported that they had seen cannabis. Get out of here with all that noise. Yeah. Stop it. Like, that's a real easy one. If they're in a hospital, stop. Yeah, we got to work stop. together on this stuff. That, stop. That's the Heart- whole. Stop. Yeah. That was not a good look. For and, well, and that's okay. So here's what we here's here's the hope that we have. The CMH in, incident with Nolan. All of a sudden, they're like, "Ooh, okay, we got to figure out a little better bedside manner. We got to figure out where to pick our battles." Which maybe just don't pick any battles with cannabis for just I don't know nine months. Figure it out. I know, and I'm bad. I haven't done much research to see if there are any law enforcement agencies that are really saying, and maybe some of our fans can let us know that are saying, no, we're we're with the people on oh, this one. Well, okay, so there's a guy. I'll shout him out. I'm not sure if he's a part of the page, but Tony Kirk. Um, I saw him. He was very involved uh, with, um, I remember as Austin Peterson was campaigning and stuff, I saw him commenting on a lot of stuff. And I, and I found out that I think he either is law enforcement or ex-law enforcement. He was saying sure. with the incident with Lance Storm that uh, – that there is now because if you'll remember after Lance's pullover, um, and he and Lance handled it really well. Yeah. I know a lot of people wanted to say, "Man, you got a, a magazine, companionmag.com, Check it out. You got a magazine. You can be a voice. You, you know, damn the man. You know. Well, actually, I think the way that he handled it was great, perfect. Because he, he returned serve, and all of a sudden, perfect. You see a bunch of guys that were actually in the wrong, that were actually breaking the law, um, and and they're not exactly sure how where the law sits, and then the, it, it actually got a uh, an opinion out of the Joplin police chief to say, no, yeah, it's still illegal. Well, no, he was wrong, too. Yes. So so now this video is being used and being circulated from what from from some rumblings. It's being circulated around police departments around the country. I mean, around the state um, on on how not to Good handle luck, it, how, how to handle it. <laughs> so I know we're running up against it. Are we up uh, against it? Yeah, we that we just rambled right through that first hour. You guys got a heck of a, a fish and hog story. You got a little a sad story uh, out of the Queen City. Um, you guys want to jump to break? Are you sticking around? Or are you blowing out of here? You're done. I'm blowing out of here. I've been here since uh, 12 fair hours. Sh- 12 yeah, hour shift enough. off of uh, four hours You want to give our fans any parting words before you blow out of here? I love everybody. Seth um, loves you. It's been a very busy day. It's been... You know, I've been having a lot of information thrown at me, and I don't know exactly what I'm in liberty to discuss. Okay. But, Very good. Craig, before we go to break, I do want to announce a certain someone will be producing a, uh, a morning show soon. Steve? Yeah, Steve. Oh, right. Steve, oh, good thanks. Thanks. I, might, I might have a You're new welcome. job here. Uh, you, got, you got a new job? Maybe. I'll be under this roof. Okay, I'll be right doing on. some other things. Is this like fun. has this been solidified or are these rumblings? Because I don't want to like, oh, yay, good job, and then you know, Monday next Monday comes around and you're like, you know, if, if that happens, I'll, I'll I wouldn't say eat crow. I'm not really betting on anything, but um, you know, crow's delicious. I'll bet it's not bad. I just watched that that seventy show black and crow uh, sandwich episode <laughs> where all the boys go hunting. On that 70s show, and Fez has got like a stick and a whistle, or he like whistles and he's got a stick, and they're all laughing at him. And he comes back with a couple of clean birds before the guys have even broken camp. And, and they're like, they're roasting it, they're like starting to, they're he's like, Where's he supposed is, to be from? This is delicious. And he's like, Oh, he goes, Oh, I have a, what are the, the feet here? And he's like, uh, This black chicken foot. And he's like, Did you just feed us 
Hyde's like, you fed us crow? <laughs> I thought it was pretty hilarious. They're smart. Oh, they're so smart. They're I'm so fascinated smart. by crows. Me too. Let's do hour two all crows. All crows. Crows milk. Until the <laughs> battle hawks come in. This is Hoosier Sophiskin on WGNU 920 AM. Stick around to the other side of the break. I think we're going to get weird with Carolyn Goida. Yep. Yeah, we are. All right, we're going to do that. We got a couple of uh, uh, maybe a rabbit hole topic or two. We got some awesome streaming picks. I guess we'll do the albums next week when you're yeah. back. Scott will be back. I'll be back. Scott will be back. You'll be back. I'm ready. I'm already house. ready to give you guys your next album, your next assignment. Steve, you're going to actually like this one. I, I was like, gee, what's something I love that I think, Steve, this is going to be one of your new favorite bands. Okay. It's a local, I like it. local band, too. I like it. Stick around. This is who's Hold on. Game. Hold on. Patrick Nolan Roberts. Very good. Thank you. Very good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you corrected still that. Alive. I'm glad you corrected that. This is Hoosier Fisk on WGNU 920 AM. Stick around to the other side.